Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Beat My Guest. I'm your host, AJ Mass. If you're new to the show, each week I invite a guest to sit in the hot seat and field questions in a wide variety of topics, earning points for the episode on a scale of 1 to 100. For those of you playing along at home, you have but one task set before you, and that is to see if you can beat my guest. But before you can beat my guest, you need to meet my guest, so let us meet our first guest for this evening's competition, Asha Youssef. Asha, how are you? Welcome back to the hot seat. Thank you. I'm doing great. How about yourself? I am hanging in there. I am, uh, well, I think this is year three of our uh, quarantine. Uh, that sounds about right. Yeah. It, no, think things are going okay. I went for a walk yesterday with my son. We went around the block twice. It was a big adventure. Uh, we made it back one piece. Uh, but uh, how are you uh, doing? How are you handling uh, the current situation? Uh, you know, you doing all right? I'm doing okay so far. I get a little stir crazy every now and then, but... You know, you just do what you can do. I, I totally understand. Why don't you give everybody a little bit of a reminder of who you are, what you used to do when we used to do things, and, uh, you know, a little bit about yourself. Um, my name is Asha. Um, I don't know what I do these days, but, um, you know, right now, actually, the one thing I'm doing is I am training for a 15K which technically I was supposed to do two weeks ago, but I'm still training for, so I don't know how that works, but what can you do? <laughs> yeah, if, if, if nothing else, you have a little extra time to <laughs> exactly. get those miles in. Yeah. Yes, I have the end of, end of the month to do it virtually. So Excellent. Well, uh, yes. good luck in, in that endeavor, and uh, good luck today as you okay. will uh, tackle an opponent here. Uh, we have to meet my other guest, and that other guest is Philip Sanford. Philip, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, AJ. How are you? I am uh, doing well. Uh, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, uh, remind them who you are, and uh, you know all that good biographical stuff. Yeah, so um, I, I'm, I live in Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, um, enjoy playing trivia and, and enjoy being on on this show. I think it's my second time. Um, uh, on, on this, and, and now I can um, now first time playing new formats. I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. And uh, how how are things going? Is, are the Sinister Six still uh, keeping in touch with each other? Oh yeah, yeah. We're we're taking advantage of some of the streaming games. Um, um, uh, you know, you know, you know. Some of us not as active as others. I know uh, uh, my teammate, uh, and I believe he's been on Beat My Guest, uh, Jeffrey Skirtin. He plays, I mean, he's just, he, we call him the machine, and he plays about, like, four games a day. And sometimes he'll play, like, three games at once. It's, I, I don't know how he does it. I really don't. And I know that he's played live with you, uh, AJ, so you, you, you've seen him in action, like, in live shows. But I don't know. I really don't know how he does to play multiple games at the same time. Yeah, well, you know, he is. Uh, he has been on the uh, podcast here a couple of times, and uh, yeah, he uh, sometimes will make the the long uh, drive in the car down to uh, take part in my local uh, pub trivia here, down at the uh, Garden State Beer Company. Unfortunately, of course, you know, we're not allowed to go out in public anymore, so none of that's going on these days. But mm -hmm. you know, we can dream. We can dream. Well, thank you both for being here. Here is how the game works. It is a head-to-head -head competition. There are going to be two rounds. Each round is going to have 10 questions in it. 
Uh, there is a bonus question in round one, two bonus questions in round two. Basically, you guys are going to go back and forth trying to answer a question correctly for one point. If you get it wrong, your opponent has a chance to steal to steal that point from you. And we go like that little ping-ponging across the table until we run out of questions. And uh, we have a winner declared, and somebody gets to go home with that wonderful shiny bejeweled invisible tiara i hope you're both going ooh ah and cannot wait asha you are going to get the honor of going first today and uh, before you pick let me tell you the category we're going to be using for round one we've done this before with other actors we've had a tom hanks round we've had a ben affleck round and now of course we're going to get into the cage that's right folks 10 movie quotes from 10 different movies starring Nicolas Cage. All of these quotes were uttered by Senor Cage himself in the movies in question. I will read you the quote. All you have to do is tell me what movie it is from. Asha, how are you feeling about this? I was already feeling pretty bad when I realized, when you said Philip's last name, and I was like, oh my gosh, he's a Sun Six. And then you said Nick Cage. And now I'm feeling even worse. So, that bodes well for me. But, you know, you've heard of Nick Cage, so hopefully... Okay, hopefully you'll be able to do just fine. Uh, why don't you pick a number and let's get this uh, this party started. Um, 15. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, five. Five it is. You can take oh. 15 out. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a seven and an eight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, you know, it's early. I understand. Nick Cage has that, that kind of mesmerizing effect on people. Asha, what movie did Nick Cage say the following line in? Keep it subtle. Civilians mustn't know magic exists. That would be complicated. The Sorcerer's Apprentice? The Sorcerer's Apprentice is your Guess. I mean, not too many people saw that movie. Uh, not too many people enjoyed that movie when they did see it, from what I understand. I did not see it, but it's Nick Cage talking about magic, and indeed, you are correct. Ms. Ms. Oh, I'm not going to do well. I'm not going to do well. <laughs> That's just one. I, I understand, but, you know, hey, people have done a lot worse. Uh, congratulations. One point for you. you. You take a one nothing lead. Philip, you are up. Uh, I will say number seven. Number seven. You sure you don't want to go like 27 or 53 or something like I, that? I, I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> right. Number seven. Good luck. Here is your Nicolas Cage quote. Put the bunny back in the box. Uh, one of my all-time favorites. Uh, it's, it's not about a uh, blow dryer. It's uh, Con Air. It is indeed Con Air. Put the bunny back in the box. Uh, excellent job. One to one. Uh, this this Nick Cage. Uh, it, it's a cage match to be sure. Asha, you're back up. Oh, let's do two. Two it is. You know they say back two, three hundred years ago, pirates put phony lighthouses right out there by those big rocks. Right out there. Ships would set a course by the lights, crash on the rocks, then everybody would go out and rob them blind. Hmm. Kind of have an idea sitting out there just outside my reach. And, um, 
I don't even know if he's in this movie, but it's the only one I can think of right now, The Rock. The Rock is your guess. The Rock is not correct. Philip, can you steal? Wow, that, that, that was that was a good guess. Uh, um, is, uh, the Weatherman? The Weatherman is also not correct. Yeah, The Rock was a very good guess. In fact, this is particularly why I picked this quote from this movie, because certainly it sounds like it would be. I mean, he mentions lighthouses and rocks several times. However, this is him uh, being quite braggadocious and espousing all about uh, how big of a player he is in the movie Snake Eyes. That was my second guess. Indeed, indeed. Well, I'll give you the point (laughs) second time around. (laughs) Uh, Philip, you are up. Your numbers uh, off the board so far are 2, 5, and 7. I'll go with 10. 10 it is. And Philip, pew, 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 pew. You have got the bonus question as well. So uh, first we'll start off with the regular uh, quote, and then we'll give you the bonus. Uh, Here is your regular quote. I'm not saying that 81 people are going to die tomorrow, okay? I'm just trying to understand why this is saying they will. Oh, I'm not saying 81 people are going to die tomorrow. Um, this is all about the... And I, I, I can't even think about it because he's been in so many different random movies. Um... um you know, I'm going to go back to just because of, you know, what he was doing in The Rock before he was, uh, you know, sent to find Sean Connery. I'm going to say, say The Rock. The Rock is not correct. Asha, can you steal? You know what? Probably not. How about National Treasure, Book of Secrets? <laughs> uh, National Treasure, Book of Secrets. Hey, if you're naming a Nick Cage film, then you're in the ballpark. Don't do not feel embarrassed or, or chuckle it off. Uh, it is not correct. However, yeah, this is a film where Nicolas Cage got a uh, his his uh, son brought home from a time capsule at school a uh, list of numbers and hidden in the list of numbers are all of the natural disasters and terrorist attacks and deaths for the past 50 years so he understands that uh, this is a, a, a predicting the the deaths of everybody on the planet <laughs> sure it makes total sense this is a movie called knowing and neither of you were knowing that one i've, I've never heard of that movie me but... either <laughs> oh oh it's 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 a treat actually this this was a film that originally was going to be directed by richard kelly uh who did donnie darko and donnie darko is my favorite movie and i was really looking forward to it and then they took the project away from him and they turned it into this kind of kind of rapturesque angels and alien it just it makes no sense it, it they totally destroyed this movie the original concept was so much better it was like you know the time capsule had all these pictures from kids and each each one depicted a different disaster and there's one picture left that that sounded really cool this was just a piece of paper with a bunch of numbers on it hey it says here 91101 oh my god i predicted 911 okay, okay nick okay uh, anywho, yeah, I debated whether or not I was going to do all these quotes in his voice, and I don't know. It, it, I'm still going both ways on this. Maybe I'll, I'll do the bonus in his voice. Are, are, are you ready? You get, still get first crack at the bonus, Phil. You ready? 
if it's about this movie knowing that, who knows? Well, no, no. This is just another movie quote. Okay. But you get the bonus on this one. Here is your okay. bonus movie quote. Oh, no. Not the bees. Not the bees. Ah. Oh, they're in my eyes. My eyes. Ah. Ah. What movie is that from? Uh, I only know this because of all the memes. Uh, I've never seen this movie, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's from uh, Wicker Man. It is indeed from The Wicker Man, which was a remake of a movie from the uh, 70s, I believe. Uh, yes, Nicolas Cage in The Wicker Man. Uh, again, nobody sees Nicolas Cage films for the most part, at least not anymore. But there are a million of them out there. Well guessed, well uh, memed, as it were. You're up two to one. And Asha, we go back to you for the next selection. Um, let's go for Number four, here is your quote. But now I was haunted by a vision of, he was horrible, the lone biker of the apocalypse, a man with all the powers of hell at his command. He could turn the day into night and lay to waste everything in his path. Well, this is probably another one of those trap things that you seem to like, but let's go Ghost Rider. Indeed, Asha, it was a trap laid... <laughs> for the express purpose of having someone say Ghost Rider. So in, in that sense, thank you. Thank you very much. So you're uh, saying negative Ghost Rider. That is exactly what I'm okay. saying there. Uh, Philip, can you steal? Um, Ghost Rider would be my, my answer as well. So um, uh, I'm going to go with Gone in 60 Seconds. Gone in 60 Seconds. Another fine guess. No, this is actually from a comedy. Uh, and he is... Uh, playing a character who is having a very bad dream. It's a recurring dream he has throughout the film, and he's describing uh, his vision of, essentially, uh, I guess, the pitch for the movie Ghost Rider. I think that's basically what he's describing there. Uh, this is Raising Arizona. Uh, okay. Uh, Philip, you did not get the steal, but you do get to make the next pick. Uh, I will go with one. Number one. Well, good luck. Here is your quote. I mean... I enjoy boning your wife, but let's face it, we both like it better the other way, yes? So why don't we trade back? So if there is one, one you know, Nick Cage movie that I like better than, uh, than uh, Con Air, it's this one. This one is, is like one of my favorite movies of all time. It's just, it's, but it's a, you know, so many people like hate this movie, but I absolutely love it. This is from Face Off. This is indeed from Face Off. So technically, I mean, I guess you could say John Travolta is saying this line, but right. <laughs> uh, but yes, yes, indeed, uh, it is from Face Off. And I agree with you. The premise for Face Off is one hundred percent preposterous. Um, but American Treasure Joan Allen as the wife so sells her part, she makes it believable. Uh, I think this film would not have worked if they had cast anybody else in that role. I'm a big Joan Allen fan. Can you tell? Maybe we'll have a Joan Allen round later on. But uh, not this game. Uh, well done. You are up three to one. Asha, back in your court. Uh, time for you to get into the cage yet again. Um, let's go six, please. Six it is. Actually, it's kind of like champagne that way. The Franciscan monks thought they were making white wine. But somehow, the bottle carbonated. Hmm. Let's try National Treasure. National Treasure is not correct. Philip, do you know? 
Um, the hint there is just with the being with with talk about alcohol. Um, I'm going to go with. Uh, I've only seen this movie I think twice, so I don't have like all the famous lines memorized or anything. But I'm going to go with Leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas. Excellent reasoning. However, that is not the correct answer. Actually, the hint in this clue was the fact he was talking about the Franciscan monks, which means he was talking about the history of San Francisco. This is the rock. Oh, <laughs> Uh, well, well, well I, 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 at least I can't say the rock for a future question then. So. <laughs> Except, well, you know, there goes there goes well, your yeah. uh, safety guess. Absolutely, yeah. uh, Philip, you are up. We have uh, three, eight, and nine remaining. I'll go with nine. Nine. It is good luck. Here is your quote. In my universe, it's 1933, and I'm a private eye. I like to drink egg creams, and I like to fight Nazis a lot. Um, wow. Um, National Treasure? It is not. National Treasure, Asha, can you steal? Um, you know what? I know what it is. It's that movie he did with Meg Ryan, City of Angels. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, the the movie with Meg Ryan where he is an angel, and we learned that Los Angeles is called that because everybody has a guardian angel who looks out of him and exit. Does he? And I believe at the end he gives up his angelhood so that he could become immortal and spend time with Meg Ryan. Is that how that one ends? I that think is how it's <sighs> no. not how it ended, but it is part of the movie. Yeah, no, no, that is not it. No, no, no. Actually, that was from an animated film where he provided one of the voices of uh, one of the uh, multiverse uh, appearances of Spider-Man. That is from Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. He played oh, the Spider-Man yeah. from the noir universe. Yeah. I know, I know. It was a good film. That was actually a very, very interesting film. I enjoyed that one immensely. The animation was really, really good on that. I highly recommend I also highly recommend that uh, you make your next pick. I will go eight. Eight it is. Uh, here is your final quote of this round. Had we lost the war, they would have been hanged, beheaded, drawn and quartered, and, oh, oh, my personal favorite, had their entrails cut out and burned. I mean, I figure you have to use this movie at some point, so I'm just going to say National Treasure. I mean, at some point you would have thought I might use this film. It doesn't mean I would have had to have used this film, but uh, yes, finally, Asha, it is indeed uh, a guy who is really, really excited about American history to the point of waxing poetic about entrails and drawn and quartered and, ooh, good times. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. National Treasure is correct. Well done, well done. You are now trailing only three to two. Philip, you have one last question in this round. It is number three. Are you ready for it? Yes, I am. I understand what you're saying. I appreciate your concern. It's not my intention to make you uncomfortable. Please, serve me today, and I'll never come in here again. Mm -hmm. I think go with the one where, where I, I think he was yeah I gotta go with the one that where it was about him and a waitress I'm gonna say it could happen to you 
It could happen to you. It does not happen for you this time, however. Uh, that is not correct. Asha, can you steal? Probably not, but I can guess. Please do. Gone in 60 seconds? <laughs> no, it is not gone in 60 seconds. However, Philip, it is a film you mentioned before. He wants to be served because he's a uh, drunk. Leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas, indeed. Not to be confused with where the flying Elvis is of Honeymoon in Vegas. <laughs> right. Snap out of it. It's not Moonstruck either. No, a lot of Mick Cage films to choose from. That uh, one was Leaving Las Vegas. Uh, and we're going to leave this round and not a moment too soon. I can hear it in your voices. Uh, Philip, you are ahead by a score of three to two. Uh, how are you feeling uh, after round one with a slight lead? Uh, I mean, you know, as slight as you can get. And you know, kind of glad that we're, we're done with this, uh, with this round. But it was a very entertaining round here in random you know, random, um, you know, bad movie quotes. Okay, yeah, I mean, you know, that's the thing. Uh, sometimes uh, too much knowledge can be a bad thing. We've seen that in the past <laughs> in this game. Uh, Asha, you are only trailing by one. How are your spirits? Uh, spirits! They're spirits! Watch out! Um, you know what? I feel pretty good. Excellent. Well, Could uh, be worse. It could be worse. Could be raining. And uh, the good news, Asha, is that you are going to get to go first. As uh, the person who is trailing, you get to go first in round two. Uh, round two, we're, we're going to put the quotes behind us. And uh, as as a lot of people, some people find this uh, the, the premise of a multiple choice round to be uh, scary. Some people find it uh, a little easier. Uh, we're going to do multiple choice again here, folks. So you're going to definitely know the answer. It's just, will you pick the right one? This round is called The Middle Ages. The Middle Ages. Fear not, I am not going to be asking about any morning stars or maces or weaponry of that sort. Nay, nay, I am going to give you the names of three celebrities. In order for you to get the point, you must tell me the one who is in the middle in terms of age. The Middle Ages. So if you can figure it out, maybe you'll be able to figure out the oldest and cut it down to a 50-50, or figure out the youngest and cut it down to a 50-50. Uh, you're only going to get the point if you guess the one in the middle. Now, if you do get it wrong, however, your opponent is definitely going to have a 50-50 to try and uh, suss it out. I am not going to, if you do get it wrong, I'm not going to tell you what they are in terms of are they the oldest or the youngest, but I will tell you their age if once you get it wrong. So maybe that'll be a clue. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll find out. Let's see how this goes. Uh, there are also going to be two bonuses in this round, so be prepared for that. Asha, what number would you like to kick us off? Let's go six. Six it is. Uh, all of the names I give you are going to be in alphabetical order, so do not try and game theory this. They're just in alphabetical order. Your three celebrities are as follows. Adele, Carly Rae Jepsen, Katy Perry. Who is middle-aged? Um, let's see. I am going to go with, I know you said it has nothing to do with anything, but I'm going to go with what you said second and say Carly Rae Jepsen. Carly Rae Jepsen. Just just for the sake of picking the one I put in the middle, huh? <laughs> well, I have a theory, but I can't say what my theory is. Oh, fair enough. Because fair. if I'm wrong, I'm not helping. Okay. Fair enough. 
Uh, Carly Rae Jepsen is 34 years old and is the middle age of this trio. Well done. One point for you, Adele. Adele was only 31, and Katy Perry is 35. So these ages are. I'm not going to give you like a child and a a senior citizen in this. They're going to be somewhat. Yeah. But I had heard at some point, like back when Call Me Maybe was out, that she's older than Adele, but everybody thought Adele was older. Yeah, yeah. Well, Carly Rae Jepsen, uh, she was a a contestant on Canadian Idol uh, many years ago uh, before she broke. But that's neither here nor there. What is here is Philip's turn to pick a category. Pick a number. Uh, I will go with number one. Number one. All right, sir. Here is your trio. Jeff Probst, RuPaul, Simon Cowell. Oh, um, boy, that's, those are three good ones. Um, I will say Jeff Probst is middle. Jeff Probst is your guest for middle. Jeff Probst is 58 years old, and he is not in the middle. Asha, you get a chance to steal RuPaul or Simon Cowell. Wow, Jeff Probst was what I was would have said as well. Let's see. I mean, RuPaul definitely looks the youngest of the three. I'm going to go with Simon, though. I'm going to say Simon is the middle. Simon is your guest for the middle. Simon is 60 years old. But RuPaul is in the middle at the age of 59. Wow. Yeah. Looks good for 59. Yeah. Especially if anyone ever, if anyone watched the Netflix series AJ and the Queen, uh, doing some doing some uh, stunts in that, like, like wow, almost sixty, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, I, I think they all look actually younger than their ages, quite frankly. But uh, what do I know? I, well, I know RuPaul was the answer, and no one got that right. I stumped the panel. Huzzah, huzzah <laughs> for me! One point for me. I'm catching up to you guys. Uh, the score currently is three for each of you, and Asha, you are up. Pick a number. Um, let's go 10. 10 it is. Here is your trio. Sticking with the reality show host's theme here. Heidi Klum, Padma Lakshmi, Ryan Seacrest. Hmm. Let's go with Ryan. Ryan Seacrest, a spry 45 years old, is not in the middle. Philip, can you steal Heidi Klum or Padma Lakshmi? Okay, so between those two, I mean, man, um, it's just so tough because Heidi Klum has just been around for such a, a long time, but then models just get you know you know start so young so it's tough to uh but but for some reason i think that Pavel lakshmi is older of those of the of those three so i'm gonna go with heidi klum heidi klum is your guess i said ryan Seacrest was 45 heidi klum is 46 padma lakshmi 49 so indeed heidi is in the middle well done Boy, that, that, that's, those are topics. So, like I said, you start modeling so young, and Heidi Klum's just been around for so so long. Or it's like Ryan Seacrest seems like he's been around so long, but you know, when you start in the radio business and 
you know, kind of TV production stuff, it's you're kind of normal age, so. Yeah, I would I would say of the three, Ryan probably does look the oldest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Definitely. no doubt, yeah, no doubt, no doubt but, about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have stolen the point. Take a four to three lead, and you get to now make the next election, Phil. Okay, I will do seven. Seven, it is. Here is your trio: Jennifer Lopez, Salma Hayek, Sofia Vergara. All right, so I know J Lo is. Well, of course, I'm going to be saying all this and, and uh, possibly helping Asha out by now. I just know this from from when uh, you know when Super Bowl was on. J Lo is fifty, um, but I think Salma Hayek is older. So I'm, my guess is going to be Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez is your guess. You are correct that Jennifer Lopez is fifty years old. Does not look it. Certainly uh, not too many 50 years old taken to the stripper pole and spinning around at the Super Bowl. Uh, Sofia Vergara is 47 years old. Salma Hayek, 53, which means J-Lo is the correct answer in the middle. Well done, well done, taking a 5-3 to three lead, commanding, <laughs> but still plenty of time left. Plenty of time left here, Asha. You get to make the next pick. Still two bonuses out there. If you get one, that could go a long way towards helping you. Let's go eight. Eight. And Asha, pew, 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 pew. You did find one of those bonuses. Well done. Excellent. Let's, yes. Let's see uh, how well you've been Netflixing during this uh, downtime we've had here. Your three are as follows. Carol Baskin, Doc Bhagavan Antel, and Joe Exotic. Have you been watching The Tiger King? I refuse. Well, you're aware of The Tiger King. I am. All right, so th those are three of the names from that documentary. Who is middle-aged? Carol Baskin, Doc Bhagavan Antel, or Joe Exotic? Let's go with the doctor. Doc Antle is 60 years old, and he is not the one in the middle. Philip, are you able to steal? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and I have watched, I haven't watched the, the Joel McHale episode, but uh, I've watched all the other ones. Uh, and they're all, and they're all around the same age, which is a really, really good question. Um, coin flip, mm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Joe Exotic is middle. All right. Well, Doc was 60. Joe Exotic, not his real name, uh, 57 years old. And that darn Carol Baskin, 58, putting her ah. in the middle. Uh, Joe would probably say she's in the middle of all of this. Middle of all <laughs> of this she is. Uh, yeah, Carol Baskin was the correct answer there. No points for you guys, but Asha, you still get first dibs on that bonus question. Here is your bonus question. It's a, it's a question. It is not uh, a, an age uh, guess. In 1901, Kid Gleason, Kid Eberfeld, and Kid Nance all played for what team in the franchise's first season of existence? Oh, so you did not give me a sport, which is very devious. Um, let's say the Chicago White Sox. 
Chicago White Sox is not the correct answer. Phil, can you steal? Uh, I'm, I'm going to guess this just because uh, they're my favorite team, and I know they started in 1901, uh, uh, the Detroit Tigers. Well, we were just talking about the Tiger King, were we not? Yes, we were. Oh, jeez, yeah. Did you make that connection? (laughs) Me either. The Detroit Tigers is indeed the correct answer. Interesting uh, note here is that a lot of baseball players at the time were called Kid. However, Kid Nance was 24 years old, Kid Eberfeld was 26 years old, and Kid Gleason was 34 years old and just about getting ready to retire from the league. So, I mean, what does a nickname mean when it has no meaning? I don't know, but uh, well well done uh, getting that point there and stealing it there, Phil. And you get to make the next selection. Okay, I will go with, let's see, look at the numbers that we've asked already. I'm going to go with two. Two it is. Here is your trio. Jennifer Lawrence, Josh Hutcherson, Liam Hemsworth. I will say... Uh, just because I don't know, even know who this person is. So I will um, say Josh Hutcherson. Josh Hutcherson is not correct. He is 27 years old. Asha, can you get this correct? I don't know, but I'm going to go with my fellow Louisvillian and say J-Law. J-Law. Well, J-Law was an answer earlier. Is J-Law the answer here? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, 29 years old. Liam Hensworth, 30. So, yes, J-Law is the correct answer. This, this, of course, was the romantic love triangle from the Hunger Games movie. Of course, Katniss Everdeen, Pita Milark, and Gail, her uh, other lover who stayed home in District 12. Just, 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 you know, fill you in. You didn't know who they were, so there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that explains why I didn't, why I never heard of, of one of them. Uh, very good, very good. Well... Score is now six for Philip, four for Asha, coming a little bit closer. Still a bonus floating out there. We have four of these left, three, four, five, and nine. Asha, which one would you like? Let's go with number four. Number four, here is your trio. Jason Priestley, Jim Parsons, Mario Lopez. That's an interesting threesome. I'm going to say that Mario Lopez is in the middle. Mario Lopez is 46 years old and not in the middle. Philip, which one would you like to try and steal with? I think that makes my, my choice a lot easier. Besides, I think it's either Mario Lopez or Jim Parsons because I, I'm pretty sure that Jason Priestley is the oldest of the three, so I'm going to go with Jim Parsons. Jim Parsons is your guess. Uh, Mario Lopez, 46. Of course, uh, you know, playing playing those uh, school-age kids on TV, you never know whether or not they're the real age. Another person who played that uh, high schooler, Jason Priestley, he is one month younger than J-Lo. He is 50. And Jim Parsons, despite playing Sheldon for about 115 years, is only 47. He is indeed in the middle. Well done, Phil. Bazinga, one might say. Uh, <laughs> you have a 7-4 lead, and it is your turn to pick. Go nine. Nine it is. Here is your trio. Angela Bassett, Christy Brinkley, 
Cindy Crawford. Okay. Uh, those three, and I, I'm, boy, I, I'm, I, I've been trying to estimate everybody so far. These, these three, I can't even begin to um, start. So um, I need to go with Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett is your guess. If you had a guess, how old would you say Angela was? Uh, 62. That's a pretty darn good guess there. Uh, Angela Bassett is 61. This one had the largest spread of any uh, of my trios here. A 12-year spread from uh, oldest to youngest. But Angela is squarely in the middle. Well done. You get the point wow. there. Take an 8-4 to four lead. Uh, Cindy Crawford, only 54 years old. Christy Brinkley, 66 years old. Well, Asha, here's where we stand. Uh, there are two left, number three and number five, but one of them has a bonus attached. I uh, hope you find it. Which one do you want? Let's go with five, please. Five it is. Here is your trio. Ellen DeGeneres, Tim Gunn, Vanna White. Okay. I am going to say that Ellen is in the middle. Ellen is 62 years old, but not in the middle. Philip, can you pick the correct one? <laughs> Ellen was my guess as well. Um, um, you're going to go with Tim Gunn. Tim Gunn is 66 years old wow. and not in the middle. That would be Vanna White, 63 years old. A very, very uh, tricky one there, uh, definitely. Uh, I, again, I, Ellen just strikes me as coming off as much younger. Uh, and definitely. Tim, Tim strikes me as younger in spirit, but older just by based on just how long he's been around in, in an appearance. So it's, it's it, that was a tough one there. I, I don't know. I, look, if I didn't have the answer in front of me, I don't know how I would do in this, to be honest with you. So you should not be feeling bad about yourselves for finding this difficult. That's the point. Uh, <laughs> speaking of the point, nobody gets the point there. There is one question left. It is number three. Again, number three being kept to the end here. I don't know what. I think that this might be like four rounds in a row where three has been kept to the end. What is it with you people and not liking number three? Um, it is a bonus. Pew, 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 pew. So, Philip, you have a chance to really take a commanding lead here. But, of course, I shall listen carefully because you never know. Phil, here's your trio. I hope you're hungry. We're going to White Castle. John Cho, Cal Penn, Neil Patrick Harris. Let's see. Um, oh, man. Another one where I think they're all around the Well, I take it back. I, I'm not sure if they're all around the same, but man. So I know John Cho is... I think John... Man. I have a reason for thinking that John Cho is the oldest. Um, because he was in American Beauty, and he was not like super young in American Beauty, but um, I think he's old. I'm going to say Cal Penn is middle. You think Cal Penn is the middle. Cal Penn is 42 years old wow. and is not in the middle. It gives you a chance to steal, Asha. Um, I will say that let's go with John Cho being in the middle. 
John Cho is your guest for the middle. John Cho is 47 years old. Doogie Hauser himself, Neil Patrick Harris, been on our TV screens for a very, very long time. Checks in at 46, placing him in the middle. Should have gone with Doog. Your answer was not legend. Wait for it, Derry. Uh, Cal Penn, by the way, is 42 at the time of recording here. By the time this goes on the air, he will be 43. This is his birthday week. Happy birthday, Cal Penn. <laughs> Man, that's a, he's a lot younger than I thought. I mean, it's, it's, he's, already, he's already worked in a White House. He's only 42. Yeah, exactly. Uh, TV, those ages can be deceiving. Uh, we still have one question left because of the, this was the bonus. So, Phil, for your bonus... Mm-hmm. Who was the oldest of the three Stooges, having been born in 1897? Was it Mo, Larry, or Curly? Um, I believe they were. I think they at least the originals were all brothers. I believe. Um, I, I, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Larry was the oldest. I'm gonna say Larry. Larry is not correct. Asha, can you steal? Um, Curly. Curly is not correct. No, Mo was the leader because Mo was the oldest. And he was born in 1897. Uh, Larry was not a brother. Uh, Larry Fine, whereas it was Mo and Curly Howard. So That's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, nevertheless, uh, you know, yeah. and then sure, uh, Curly Joe came in and Champ, and they, they had all these fill-ins later on. But, uh, yeah, Mo was the oldest, so no Mo points for you in that round. But still, uh, you know, when all is said and done, Philip has eight. Asha has four. All is not lost, however. All is not lost. We have the catch-up catch-all. Here's how this is going to work. I am going to give you both the name of a top ten list. Philip, because you are in the lead, you are going to get to go first. You are going to have the opportunity to take one answer off the board. Uh, If you get it right, you will get a point. If you get it wrong, no harm, no foul. All that it means is that you will have potentially left a no-brainer answer up there on the list for Asha. Asha, once he is done, you will get a chance to give me as many correct answers in a row without getting run wrong as you can so that you can potentially catch up and even surpass Philip's score. If you do so, you will be our champion. If not Philip, you will get to walk home with all those valuable and non-existent prizes. Do you both kind of, sort of, kind of understand the rules? Yes. Yep, yep. All right, Philip, you're going to go first. For both of you, here is your catch-up catch-all for today's game. The top ten Madonna songs that she has performed live in concert the most times over the course of her career. Philip, what song uh, would you like to pick to take off the board of the top ten Madonna songs that she has performed the most times live in concert? Okay, start with uh, Like a Prayer. Like a Prayer is indeed on the list. Comes in at fifth place all time with 386 concert performances and puts you in the lead 9 to 4, which means, Asha, here's where we are. There are nine songs left on the list. You need to get five in a row to tie, six to take the victory. Good luck. 
Do you like Madonna? I know some Madonna. <laughs> All right, let's see how you can do here. Good luck. All right, give me just a second. Um, Vogue. Your first guess is Vogue with 406 and coming in at number four on the list. Vogue is a correct answer. The score is now nine to five. Continue. Material Girl. Material Girl is not what? on the list. No, I don't think she sings it anymore. Uh, and she continues to perform, so the song count keeps getting higher for those other songs. I am sorry. Which means that by a score of 9 to 5, what a way to make a living, Philip. You are the winner of today's game. Before I congratulate you officially, let me go over the rest of the list for those of you playing along at home. Uh, number 10, 277 times, get into the groove. Boy, you got to prove your love to me. Uh, ninth on the list, Papa Don't Preach. Eighth on the list, Human Nature. Seventh on the list, Express Yourself. Sixth on the list, Music Makes the People Come Together. Number three on the list, Like a Virgin. Number two on the list, La Isla Bonita, 428 wow. times. And the song that she sings more than any other when she is in concert at 435 times. If we took a holiday, just one day out of life, it would be, it would be so nice. And what is so nice, Philip, is that you have won. Congratulations. Let me uh, congratulate Asha for doing very well, even in defeat. Asha, 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 Asha. How Thank you feeling? Me on. I had three of those on my list. Madonna oh. songs. There you go. There you go. Hey. Hey, only three. Well, that's fine. You know, then you yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't have caught them, so you don't have to feel bad about uh, tapping out early there. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show, Asha. Is there thank anything you'd like to say me. before uh, I, I kick you to the curb? No, thank you very much for having me, though. I enjoyed it, even though your guest, somebody else, beat me again. <laughs> well, don't cry for her, Asha. You uh, <laughs> Thank you so much, Asha. Uh, We'll hope to have you on again another time. And, Philip, congratulations to you. Uh, the floor, as they say, is yours. Uh, uh, thanks, AJ, for, for having us and for continuing to do the show as we're all, uh, all, as we're all in, in quarantine and stay at home. And uh, I definitely want, you know, hopefully that you can get um, those, you know, my one teammate who hasn't been on your show yet, uh, Scott Barber, on the show. So I'm going to throw out a challenge to get Scott, uh, Scott on this great show. You know, at this point, it's just more of a running gag not to have him on the show, but yeah, we'll, we'll think about it. <laughs> I know he's a big, big fan, so we got to get him on. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Philip, thank you so much. Congratulations again. Asha, thank you. And to all of you out there, uh, thank you all for listening. We appreciate the support for those of you who have joined us on Patreon. Uh, and uh, we also have a Facebook group where you can kind of uh, talk to the community there. It's uh, Beat My Guest, the fan's hot seat. You can find that on Facebook. Uh, again, thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week with another hopefully exciting new episode. Until then, take care, bye-bye, and be well. Did you beat our guest, or did our guest beat you? Tell us all about it on Twitter at BMGPod. Also, please review and rate us on iTunes. And if you liked what you've heard, spread the word. 
This has absolutely not been a Mark Goodson, Bill Todman production.